Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched uh, all of the shows that weren't NXT last week, as far as WWE goes. Not all of them, I, I still haven't caught up on NXT UK. But anyway, uh, from November 11th and November 15th, these are both. All these episodes were from Raw or from Week 46 of 2019. Uh, we had Raw episode one thousand three hundred eighty-one, SmackDown episode one thousand and fifty-six, I believe it is, and two hundred five live episode one hundred and fifty-four. So, uh, yeah, I did not watch anything on TV last week as far as wrestling goes, um, and I decided uh, it's a no, no for me, dog, on uh, YouTube TV going forward. Um, since I this last month, it's out of all the options, I feel like it is the best option. But all the options are expensive, and I actually did not even really use it that much this entire month. And, uh, yeah, I did get spoiled on some surprises and things like that. Um, having watched delayed, uh, on the times that I, uh, were, was watching it, uh, not live, um, which is pretty much all the time. Um, being in the mountain time zone, um, the broadcast on Fox is delayed an hour broadcast on USA is the West coast feed. It's delayed three hours. So it's, I feel like at that point anyway, I may as well just watch it the next day on Hulu, which I have Hulu without ads, and that's like a better experience uh, when you're actually watching it. Anyway, because I mean, there's like it's like twenty percent of your time is you know sitting through the commercials and stuff like that. So um, yeah, so going forward, I think I'll do. Um, I'll, I'll do the episode, like anything that I'm at live, I'll, uh, do review episodes right away as I did have been doing with NXT the last two weeks. I'll be at NXT this week as well. I'm really, really excited for that. We have a ladder match between, um, Keith Lee and Adam Cole to determine, um, to, to earn an up, uh, an advantage in war games um for uh whichever team wins uh whichever guy wins for their team so i am really excited for that um but yeah uh the, the rest of the shows i'll you know i'll just watch them when i watch them and maybe probably more likely than not do a big episode about all of it like i am right now um and this is for the shows that i'm watching on tv uh like this upcoming weekend i will also be in chicago for uh war games weekend or aka survivor series weekend um we have um excuse me we have uh smackdown and then war games then survivor series and uh monday night raw um, all in Chicago at Allstate Arena, so I will have individual episodes for all of that this week, and um, kind of as a consequence of that, I will have an individual episode of um, Raw from November 18th, which is the day that I'm recording this episode, um, but I have not watched that yet. I spent most of today 
um, this afternoon catching up on all these other shows. So uh, this first uh, Raw from last week, 1,381. Um, this was, I saw a bunch of spoilers, and that was kind of why I didn't uh, get around to watching it until now. And even then, I just kind of sort of paid attention to it. But, um, so yeah, I had a good idea of what was going on because this was a pre-taped episode. Uh, they taped it the previous Friday. We're just fine. There's some, there's some entertaining stuff on here, but we opened it with Becky and Charlotte versus the Kabuki Warriors for the tag team championships. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors win after Baszler, Shayna Baszler and Bailey uh, were, I mean, I don't think they're trying to be a distraction as far as helping Kabuki Warriors win, but they were a distraction, and the Kabuki Warriors won. Then we had Seth Rollins issue a challenge, which was answered by Walter. Uh, Seth was about to hit that curb stomp and maybe get the win, but probably not. When Aperium attacks him, uh, the Street Profits come out to the rescue. They're still... They're still outnumbered. Uh, so Kevin Owens comes out as well as we end up with a four-on-four match. Seth pins Alexander Wolf, um, who I guess arguably might be the the weakest of the four. Um, I wouldn't say so. I, no, you know what? I'd say they're all uh, like the the three. Well, if you're just going by size, I think Marcel is has the least muscle mass. I'll say that, um, but I feel like they're all—all all three of them are pretty evenly matched. With Walter being, you know, their their king Bowser, so to speak. Um, but anyway, um, I, it, it's worth mentioning that I watched this because I watched this on Hulu. Is the hour and a half is the ninety-minute version. Um, so I don't—I have no idea what was cut out from it. Um, from the spoilers I read, I pr- there were probably. I could piece together some stuff that I missed from it, but I I don't. I read the spoilers a week and a half ago, so I don't remember what uh, else there was. Um, anyway, Lana comes out and claims that she's pregnant with Rusev's baby with the whole math thing. It's all just great. Um, and then Rusev, then it, it turns out she is lying about it, of course, after Rusev gets beat up by Bobby Lashley and all that. And that. Yeah, I, I think what annoys me most about this is that um, sometimes Lana has her accent. And she does, I mean, this is just kind of how it is anyway, regardless of this story. Is that sometimes she has the accent, sometimes she doesn't. She seems to not just not have it now. Um, but I feel like last week <coughs> or the week before, or whatever, that she would that she did have the accent. So yeah, and. Yeah, there's lots of stuff to be annoyed with, but that's the main thing I'm annoyed, annoyed with with that story. Um, then we had Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews versus the Viking Raiders. The Viking Maiders. <laughs> and the Viking Raiders win, of course, but uh, they got some good offense in, got to show what they do. So I enjoyed that. Um, then we had Randy, Ricochet, and Uberto team up against the OC. Uh, victory came when RKO... With an RKO fall by a moonsault combination from uh, Randy and Umberto. And Umberto pinned AJ for the win. So that was pretty cool. Um, a very cool victory for, for Umberto. Um, I guess tonight I saw that... I, I don't know what the results are. 
But I think as a result of this this match, that it's uh, AJ Styles versus Umberto for the championship. So if you're listening to this, you probably already know if that match actually took place or not. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see see that match. Um, that was the main event. So there you go. Uh, SmackDown. Moving on to SmackDown. The Big Doggy uh, is presented by <laughs> Baron Corbin. I am calling him the Big Doggy. I think... I think his, <coughs> excuse me, I think his ridiculing of Roman Reigns and the big dog nickname, I think it would be more effective if he called him the big doggy. I mean, he's already doing, I, I, I liked the puppy version of the Roman Reigns theme. I hope they put that on Spotify. Um, but I think, it, don't call him the big dog. Big dog sounds kind of cool. Big doggy. That sounds cute. It sounds adorable. So I think that would be a, uh, more effective. Oh, I forgot that I have clothes drying. They've been in there for a while. I don't know if they're actually dry or not. And it might be a problem that they've been in there. It, it's fine. It's fine. I'm a dry climate. It's fine. Um, so we get Ru- Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus Shorty G and Mustafa Ali. Um, so G and Ali's... Um, they're uh what am i what am i saying what am i saying they're they're survivor series spots the, their spots on the survivor series team are on the line uh they de- successfully defend those spots ali wins via a uh 450 splash to dolph ziggler uh then we have uh we have two episodes kind of of firefly funhouse in the uh on this episode uh the, in the first one bray reveals that he has a new universal title it's blue and it looks pretty good um but I was talking to uh oh th- so this past weekend I was at a Great American Comic Con in Las Vegas, and you know it was all right. It was all right. I met a bunch of of great artists. Um, a couple of guys are really into re- wrestling, and another guy, uh, who I actually I made friends with them before we even like got into the uh, convention center. We were waiting outside um uh, to get, get let in on Saturday morning, and we got to talk in and uh his name is bobby breed go to uh i think it's what is it art by underscore breed is his instagram i think but look uh, yeah look i think that's it i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna make sure of it so y'all can go check him out immediately but um okay so uh, this this is a pretty good Oh, art of breed. So art underscore of underscore breed. Um, <coughs> anyway, uh, yeah, great artist, great guy. Um, I really enjoyed talking to him throughout the weekend. Uh, so I went to talk to him a couple of times on Saturday, and he mentioned that he had driven, driven out, driven, dri- that he drove out, that he, yeah, that he drove out uh, from L.A., and that uh, his son came out with him, and but that he was hanging out at the hotel during the day. Then, so the next day, I uh, didn't didn't go over there until later in the afternoon. Um, it was a pretty slow day, but uh, there's this one nice, really really nice kid. 
Uh, he was really excited about Dragon Ball. He talked a little bit about Naruto, even though I know nothing about Naruto. So I was asking him some questions about it to learn some, some about anything. And then uh, he asked me if I could draw anything. I said, yes, of course. Uh, what do you want me to draw? And he said, I want a, a half Goku's face and half Vegeta's face from Dragon Ball. And I said, oh, yeah, I can do that. Give me about, uh, I'd say, like 30 minutes. And I did a lot faster than that. And he came back to check it out a lot sooner than that anyway. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm almost done. And he, like, as I was drawing, he was like, oh, this is great. And um, he also really liked this Beerus drawing that I had done. Um, cause I, just to, to kill some time, I, all I had with me, I didn't have any of my colored, um, markers. I only had, uh, all of my micron pens. Uh, so I was just doing <coughs> black and white drawings, um, to pass the time. And, um, yeah, so one of them was Beerus and he really liked that one. So I, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. He was so excited for the, the, the Vegeta and Goku ones. And he was like, oh, no. And I did for – it was only like five bucks I was charging. He was like, and uh, when he came back, he got the money for it. And he was like, oh, no, I only have $4. And I was like, ah, oh, that's fine. That's, $4 is, is, is all good. Um, so I gave him the drawing with some extra stickers and um, uh, put it into the, the sleeve and all of that. And he was on his way. Uh, he was wearing a Dragon Ball shirt and everything. It was great. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't even think about I uh, didn't really think about it uh, for the next little while. Um, and then things slowed down even more. And so I headed on over to um, uh, to, to Bobby's table. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, my, my son is here with me today. And I look over. And I was like, oh, my God, it's him. It's him. He's I drew. He, he's the one who got the drawing for me, and uh, so it was super exciting and uh, crazy, crazy coincidence. I feel like, um, and uh, so I ended up uh, also giving him that Beerus drawing and a bunch of the stickers that I had because he's such an awesome kid. So there you go. Is a is a pretty that that's the best part of the the convention itself for sure. Um, and then uh, the night before the convention, I am totally sidetracked here. Um, I, I didn't care much about the... I, I mostly cared about the big doggy. But anyway, um, <coughs> the night before the convention, Friday night, I saw Cirque du Soleil run. Brand new show. It just opened last week. They, they had like a soft opening for a couple weeks before that. But um, the official premiere was this week and there were a couple of people promoting run at the convention so it's cool seeing them walk around um and i told them uh, I, I had seen it, it as super awesome and all that um but anyway uh what wait a minute, what am i saying what am i talking about oh so i saw cirque du soleil run it was pretty good uh all the motorcycle stuff is awesome some of the other stuff i didn't like as much. there's one part i really really didn't like um, I don't really want to get into describing anything cause it's, uh, I think a lot of people will say the same thing when they go see this show, but, um, uh, and then there's a lot of like hand to hand combat type of stuff, um, which I did, didn't really enjoy very much because it's very stage combat-y and not like, and I'm, because I'm used to watching professional wrestling which is also, you know, 
people trying not to actually hurt each other, but there it's it's a huge it's a huge 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 difference between those two types of fake fighting. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, that took me out of it a little bit, but all everything uh, involved the motorcycles was amazing and some of it kind of blew my mind and yeah so i i do recommend it but it did not live up to my expectations overall like i have been hyped about this since i learned about it like back in june i think is when they announced it that their opening dates and whatnot um so yeah i do recommend it and then i i finally saw michael jackson one another cirque du soleil show and it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I don't know. Maybe I was just soured on, not really soured, but maybe because I was, I was a little bit let down by Run. It I was also like kind of not feeling it for for seeing my, the the Michael Jackson show, um, but also it being Michael Jackson so it made it so I wasn't really feeling. like the music's amazing, but the guy is not. Uh, outside of the it, it being a creative person, so I, I it, it made it a little bit tough to and to not think about that kind of stuff and uh, yeah, so that's what that's the main reason I think there is some cool. There was one really cool thing. Um, there's a whole section with like uh, trampolines, and there's a trampoline that's up above the other ones. And I had never seen this. I had never, the thought never occurred to me that I could, it would be possible to see this happen in real life. Was somebody bouncing on a trampoline and then bouncing back down off of a trampoline that's above them. Like, like, like something from a video game. I had never, it never occurred to me that that could be possible to do that and somebody does that in the show and that kind of blew my mind uh that reminds me another thing about run is that it's it is a story so i i do appreciate that aspect of it that everything in the show like ka this is one of the reasons that cause uh one of my favorites it, it's probably my favorite um Cirque du Soleil show in las vegas is that it is a story and all the acts serve that story they they make sense they're they're a part of that story it's not just this loose story that then you have this random stuff like thrown in to like it's just like kind of loosely ties into it or it just happens to be happening alongside these main characters doing stuff it is everything is actually happening as the story and it's the same way with run but i felt like a lot of the really impressive stuff that was happening was <coughs> what was like kind of masked kind of obscured by the story and the video and all that kind of stuff like the the cinematic aspect of it i thought it hid how impressive a lot of the stuff that they are actually doing was um, but another really cool thing that I liked about it is that there's a, a DJ for the show and she is in this booth that you can see the entire time. And like the whole opening of the show is like a 10 minute set, uh, of her just jamming out and it's super awesome. 
and she's bad. I don't know her name or anything, but uh, whoever she is, she's she's badass, and I really enjoyed that aspect of the show. So, um, anyway, uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, I saw Opium again, and I saw it um, with uh, my tattoo artist and friend uh, Ken and her fiance, and they freaking love the show. I love the show yet again. And I was so happy that they enjoyed it because it's my fa- it's hands down my favorite thing about Las Vegas is that show specifically, and it was so much fun. A little bit of a bummer that uh, um, the Lilu characters act with the there's uh, an act that she does a whole dance thing. Um, it's hard to describe, um, but it, it's really really cool. But something went wrong. And so it's uh, that act didn't actually happen. Like it started, but then something happened, and they had to move on to the next thing. So that was the the only bummer about that about the show that night. But it, it, despite that, it was still just fantastic, and I love that show so much. It's great. Go see Opium. It's at the Cosmopolitan. It's like every night. I think I don't. I don't even know if they take nights off. They've got to take one of the nights of the week off. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they do go every single night. But it's awesome. Go see it. It's great. So uh, that brings us back to that was my trip to Las Vegas. And I got like three hours of sleep after seeing. Oh, I was really tempted to go see it again because we saw it at the 8 o'clock show. um, And then there's also a 10 o'clock show. And I was, I mean, I was already there. All I had to, the only other thing I had to do that night was sleep for like three hours and then go to the airport. I kind I kind of feel like I should have just gone to see it again and then not slept at all and it would have been fine, probably, maybe not. I did have to drive my rental car back to the airport. It could have been bad news. It was already it was already kind of iffy with that little bit of sleep, and I walked a mile and a half each way to get to to see the show so it was a lot i, I needed some exercise it, was, it wasn't too bad um anyway uh let's see there's a thing with drew gulak and the b team uh and braun Strowman. so that happened we had the new day versus the revival uh rematch for the uh for the tag team championships uh but there's it's a disqualification when the undisputed era attacks um, I really liked this moment when, um, the revival, they were about to do a, a double draping DDT and they said, this one's for you, Randy. And I went, Oh, how sweet. The, the biggest tragedy, tra- tragedy, tragedy, in my opinion of the, the renewed brand split in the draft is that, uh, Randy Orton was split from the revival because, uh, FTRKO was, I was so excited for that. It was great. It was so great. And it is no more. So I'm really sad. Anyway, uh, then we had Heavy Machinery defeat some local guys. Uh, and then we had Nikki Cross versus Bailey. If Nikki wins, then she earns a spot on the uh, Survivor Series team. Um, but uh, their, their, their match is interfered uh interfere with by some nxt ladies those nxt ladies being mia yim tegan knox dakota kai and rhea ripley uh so uh carmella dana and sasha and bait and and they all fi- five of them off 
uh, big old brawl, and it turns into a four-on-four tag team match. It ends when Nikki Cross pins Dakota Kai. And I was sad about that, but I think at, kind of as a result of that, Nikki earns a spot on the team. Um, and then there's more brawling. Fire and Desire come out. They join in on the fun, and there you go. And then uh, the the final segment of the night was Miz TV with Daniel Bryan uh, talking about how uh, Bray Wyatt attacked him last week uh, while Sami Zayn was trying to recruit him. Sami Zayn continues to try to recruit Daniel Bryan on this episode. But uh, Daniel says, Miz TV sucks, first of all. And uh, I, I mentally am stable. And what better... Uh, person to fight a mentally unstable person like bray wyatt than another mentally unstable person and bray comes on fire at five funhouse returns says hey it's not very nice when to talk about someone when they're not there and uh <clears throat> so uh bray says all you have to uh, yeah we can settle this all you have to do is say the magic word and brian brian says no and then all the funhouse guys they go yes is no yes no yes um and brian says i'm not going to come back there and play these stupid games uh if we're going to fight it's going to be for the universal championship and bray says yes and then says yes more and more increasingly more aggressive and angry <laughs> as he as he goes on so uh yeah that was pretty good that was a solid end to the show that that i did watch I think it was on YouTube um, a couple of days ago. So I had already seen that, but I, I enjoyed seeing it again. And then we had 205 Live uh, on commentary. No Tom Phillips this week. I don't know why. Uh, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden English and John Quasto are on commentary for this match. Uh, I always love Aiden, so it wasn't a complete tragedy. But um, we opened up with Angel Garza versus Jack Gallagher. Angel Garza wins that match, and uh, Jack uh, hears Aiden saying some stuff about him. And there's a real problem with him after, after the match. And that got me thinking, I would love to see Jack Gallagher versus Aiden English. <coughs> it was it had that kind of feel, like, they could, that could happen. They could have a, have a match. I, why not? I would really enjoy that. Um, all, also, uh, on Raw, Dio was still out of action. He's presumably had, had, is, is in a coma or something after having been attacked, stood up and attacked by, stood up to and attacked by Brock Lesnar the week before. But, uh, then we had a 24 seven title match, Samir Singh and versus some other guy called Tim Gan, Gange, Gange, Kim, Tim Gang, Tim Gangi. Uh, Sunil uh, get, gets in on the fun and they make it a two-on-one match and so of course they win and they get the heck out of there so that they uh, can retain the championship Samir is uh, now or, well we're long past that now uh, there may have been other events that have happened since last Friday but um, as of uh, Saturday if assuming that he held on to it he's the longest reigning 24-7 championship. Longest single reign, that is. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then our main event uh, for the week was uh, Leo Rush and Roland Mendoza versus Tony Nese and Arya Devari. 
the match ended. There is some really great stuff in this match. Leo and Raul worked together extremely well. It's like kind of like it was almost like Dragon Ball Z when they go like so fast that you can't see them. It was it was a lot like that. Um, but Rush finishes off the match with the final hour delivered to Tony Nice, and uh, those two guys stand tall. And um, I think we'll see. We're gonna see. We got some good recap of the the drama that went down with Angel and Leo and his wife and all of that. So I'm sure we're gonna get more and more of that uh, in the coming weeks on NXT and 205 Live. So, um, yeah, that does it. I'm going to go and uh, get caught up on Survivor now, I think, um, because I fell far, far behind on that. I'm like three hours of TV behind on that um, since last week was a double episode. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. It sounds like there's lots of controversy, so we'll see what that's all about. Uh, Try to avoid any spoilers on all that so that I can just experience it as it aired um and then talk about it but anyway uh that is it for week 47 of uh the wrestling stuff that isn't no week 46 of the wrestling stuff that is not um nxt or nxt uk because i haven't watched nxt uk yet but um i i I think i pretty much as i i did not watch full gear um so just very briefly talk about AEW. Uh, I did not watch D- Dynamite last week. The only way that I could watch them, can watch them, uh, the regular show, is uh, was would be would be on YouTube TV or some other cable TV streaming service, um, alternative, whatever. Um, and so, with the decision to end my subscription to YouTube TV, um, I will not be. Um, you know, I won't be watching those episodes weekly, and I'm, I'll check out some highlights here and there. Uh, maybe some watch some uh, AEW Dark episodes or matches from those, but I'm not going to be watching it every week um, like I had been at the beginning. And uh, I mean, it, as as this episode shows, I'm not even going to be really watching. Um, all the WWE shows like I have been, uh, we're going to be watching them in, in a very different, uh, watching behavior sort of thing. I realize this episode is probably kind of, Oh, that's why it's so, it's so quiet. Um, so I apologize, uh, if you had to turn up this episode and then the, whatever follows this is like really, really loud. I realize now that I have the input gain set to negative 10, which is probably great for background noise, but yeah, maybe the episode itself, maybe not so good, but anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, I I won't be doing any more episodes about just AEW, and like I said, I'll probably just do a whole big chunk episode like this for weeks where I'm not at live shows, and um, if I am live shows, I'll do individual episodes for each one, but uh that that's the case for this coming week over there in Chicago. Stay tuned for that. Um, stay tuned for more. I also need to get, watch this last week's episode of, of walking dead. Um, once again, survivor series, same night as walking dead mid season finale. I think it, 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 they both purposely plan it that way. not perfect. 
they both end up on the same day because of their individual purpose, purposeful plan, <laughs> planning, but not in, uh, <laughs> not because of each other at all. <coughs> they independently end up being that doing this, making the same decision. Anyway, ah, um, so stay tuned for all of that. Um, I, I really fell behind on TV this week. Uh, I, I remember I was mostly like listening to podcasts and I did read a bunch and, uh, in the Mandalorian is just has, is a little bit ruined all other television because it's so good. But anyway, uh, let me know what you thought about all this stuff by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else, on oh my God, tonight. I just watched. I have to talk about this. <coughs> Tonight, I just watched the finale of season three of Mr. Mercedes, and holy crap. Holy crap. Go watch the show if you can. Um, the first two seasons are awesome. This third season is so different. Well, the second season is really different from the first season. But um, this third season, it's it's insane. So go watch it. It's, it's not. It, it's pretty gruesome. Um, especially the finale, man, man, go check it out. All right, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't watch it and then go right to bed. I probably would have had some pretty messed up dreams and stuff like that. So don't do, don't watch it that watch it when you have plenty of the day left. <laughs> That's that makes sense. Grammatically, I think. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, let me know what you thought about all this stuff, all the blah, 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 blah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye. Go watch Mr. Mercedes and The Mandalorian and all the other shows that start with M, especially Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, hey, well, if you're listening to this episode, then yeah, you did. Anyway, that's it. Bye.